Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. Facebook. It's seven o'clock Tuesday night, so here I am. Um, I've been uh, annexed to another part of the house because the, my normal Facebook live room. Um, my boy's got a Xbox, and he's commandeered that room now. It's a new thing, and it was a bad purchase because he's on it all the time. But uh, so I'm in another room here. So there you go. Um, so I've got a few questions tonight um, about various things. Um, first of all, a uh, old patient of mine has been in touch uh, to ask about vasoliposuction. Um, and this is something that is we get relatively often people asking about it. And the bottom line is that I don't do it. I do, um, uh, I do, I do, um, <laughs> I do uh, uh, what's called power-assisted liposuction. I don't do vasoliposuction. Um, but I thought I'd talk a little bit about what vasoliposuction is because I think it's been marketed very well because of, both because people ask for it specifically. Uh, and if you talk to people who do it a lot, I think you can probably do most things with uh, vas with with traditional liposuction that you can do with vasoliposuction. However, um, because I don't do it, I always say to people to get an opinion from someone who does it, so that they can get a balanced opinion. Um, but what I do is power-assisted liposuction. I was going to do this. Well, I've just left theatres. I was going to do this from theatre to show you the power-assisted liposuction machine. Um, but then I realised I had to send it off for sterilisation and things. So anyway, I'll, um, but but it's a it's a um, a machine that, that that moves backwards and forwards, so you don't have to keep on uh, moving your hand backwards and forwards. And it's called what's called a power assisted liposuction, um, and that's the type of liposuction I need. And the main reason I don't do VASA is because personally I haven't found the need to do VASA. I haven't found situations where VASA would do things that power-assisted liposuction cannot do things. However, I'm aware that some people will ask for it by name, and I think that's probably due to marketing. Although one thing that they do say, the, the, the thing about VASA is it's an assisted form of liposuction, and it's assisted, there's a couple of ways you can assist liposuction. One is by power-assisted, which is the one I do. What, uh, you can do uh, what's called uh, laser-assisted liposuction, which rather confusingly isn't VASA. Um, or VASA is actually ultrasound-assisted liposuction. So what that does is it... Um, it gives ultrasound energy and that um, uh, is given to the fat, which liquefies the fat and makes it a little bit easier to remove the fat. And the two things that that does is, number one, it means you can use smaller cannulas uh, because the fat is liquefied and therefore you can often do it under local sedation. You can be awake. For my sort of liposuction, I usually do it under a general anaesthetic. And the other thing that they say it does is uh, potentially causes some skin retraction because it... Um, heats the, 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 the fat 
which is good, and particularly in the abdomen, because I don't think liposuction is good in the abdomen. Um, whether Vaso is good in the abdomen, I always say to people, look, see, see someone who does it to see if they've got good results, because I think liposuction of the abdomen is a tricky area and something you've got to be a bit careful with. Tummy tuck is the best way to contour the abdomen, but I understand a lot of people haven't got enough that need a tummy tuck, um, and they think that they would just want liposuction, but it, it, because it doesn't make the skin retract, it uh, can have disappointing results in my experience. Um, so, yeah, v- Vasa is an ultrasound-assisted liposuction, and uh, I always say, you know, find someone who does it, who's got good results, um, if you want to use that. I, I wonder why people are asking about it specifically, what they think is good about it, because, um, as I say, most things you can do with a power-assisted liposuction, if not anything with a power-assisted liposuction. But um, it's something I've been thinking about doing, if I'm totally honest with you. I, think I, hope, I hope I can be honest um, here. It is something I've been thinking about and it's something that I could do at my clinic because you can do it under local sedation. So, you know, you could say, oh, I should be doing it. Um, but really my focus in my clinic um, has been the breast and body surgery. Uh, and as I say, I haven't embraced the visa, but uh, it's something that we might forge into in the in the future. Watch this space. Vasa number one question. Number two question was, so there's three. Vasa one, two was the tummy tuck one. And the BMI and three was, oh, what was three? Um, I'll try and remember what three was. Uh, oh yeah, breastfeeding and implants. That was three. Okay, so um, two. Exhibit two was BMI. This is a lady who's uh, contacted me who's had children, struggled to lose weight following the children, and. Uh, BMI, I worked it out what the, what your BMI was, and it was about 35. Um, and I think you want to lose a bit of weight and are wondering whether you should have a, you want to get rid of the apron, want to have surgery, or wondering about whether you should have a gastric band or a gastric um, sleeve or something like that. Um, so my advice is to lose the weight first before having your apron addressed because you will get a better result because if you have it, your apron addressed now and then you lose weight afterwards then uh, there might be some skin laxity which could have been tightened up if you had lost weight first also with a BMI of 35 you've got a higher rate of a higher risk of complications um, and so that's something to consider most of the studies look at a BMI of 30 and this is if your BMI is above 30 rate uh, risk of complications goes up so this is something I've done a vlog a vlog because uh, I'm a vlogger now as well as a blogger um, so I've done a, a, a vlog on, on, on my new YouTube account. It's not so new anymore, but um, please subscribe. Um, I should put a link up saying subscribe. That's what they do, isn't it? I don't know how to do that. Anyway, um, so, yeah, so BMI 30 is better. Your complication rate will be better. But the main thing is you're going to get a better result if you can get a lower weight. With regards to a gastric band or a gastric sleeve, this is different surgery that is not surgery that we do at the clinic. That's what's called bariatric surgery, which is weight loss surgery. So my advice is to lose weight. Unfortunately, I haven't got any good options or getting good answers for you as to how to lose weight. Um, gastric sleeves and, and bands and all sorts of things are um, effective ways to lose weight, but it's not something we do at the clinic. My advice would be go to see a GP, see if your GP can refer you to a surgeon. That's a, that would be a general surgeon. General surgeon sounds like it's a general list, but they're not general. They are specific. General surgeons are specialists, and they tend to specialize in the bowel. 
and uh, a bariatric surgeon is a special type of general surgeon who will do weight loss surgery. So they would tend to do the weight loss surgery and then the plastic surgeon like myself would do the body contouring after the, the, the bariatric surgery. But the trick is to lose the weight first, however you will uh, able to do that. So that's exhibit two and then that moves us on to exhibit three, which was the breastfeeding and implants yeah um so breastfeeding and implants is um good one good question if you don't mind me saying uh no problem is the answer no problem at all assuming you can breastfeed already some people cannot breastfeed so assuming you can breastfeed already the whether you've got implants is uh fine if you've got implants it's not a problem the however um they uh the problem when someone asks me that question because this is a patient who's got breast implants in the problem when someone asks me that question is i always think um you've got to be careful well you've got to be careful you haven't got to be careful but you've got to be aware i suppose that breastfeeding or rather having children can affect your breasts they can make them bigger smaller droop all sorts of things can happen to your breasts and so that's not that's something that might affect the shape of your breasts the fact that you've got breast implants and you paid a lot of money to have your breast implants doesn't protect your breasts from the changes that might occur so that's something to be aware of that you change your shape your breast might change shape might not it might get bigger and then get smaller and be the same as what it is before but that's something to be aware of there's nothing you can do about it because you're pregnant but if you were not pregnant and you were thinking having breast implants and you're thinking of getting pregnant i would say get pregnant first and have your children and finish your family because it can have an unpredictable effect on your on your breasts so that's probably more important than the breastfeeding issue breastfeeding is fine whether you have implants in front of or behind the muscle, they always go behind the breast. So you don't actually cut through any breast tissue. Or at least with an inframammary incision, which is the incision that I make, if you have an uh, infraareolar incision, which is at the lower border of the areola, um, which is a bit, bit pigmented a bit around the nipple, that is a potential for interacting some milk ducts. So it's a slightly higher risk of having a problem with bre- breastfeeding, although still you may well be able to breastfeed even with an inferior decision, uh, incision. Breastfeeding issues really come in when you're talking about lifts and breast reductions because those are when you're sort of isolating the nipple and that's when breastfeeding might be addressed, uh, might be affected. But with implants on their own, that will be absolutely fine and dandy. So there's no problem with that. Wow, should have done it in theatre because I showed you the liposuction machine. That was that. That was three questions and I th- that felt quick to me. Um... I hope I didn't feel like I was rushing it because I'm certainly not in a rush. I'm quite relaxed here. And um, so, as ever, please keep them coming, questions coming. It's nice that we had some questions this week. Uh, And I will be doing this Tuesday, 7 p.m. next week. Uh, Same place, well, same time, Um, maybe not the same place. Who knows what location I'll have. I can see some wires. That doesn't look good, does it, those wires there? Maybe I can sort out my background. What's that wire there? Sort out my background next time. Get that. It's a bit late for that now, isn't it? Um, but if you uh, and as ever, where are the live? Oh, we've got a hi, Jonathan. Hi, Danielle. Hi. Look at that. We've got a live comment coming in. Oh, here we go again. I don't want to block you or delete your comments, so I can just say hi in person because I don't know how to hi you in. Uh, not in person so um, thanks for that it's a comment coming in it's a hi Jonathan rather than a question but it's 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 something and I'm very grateful for it um, so thank you Danielle for um, engaging with me 
and I'm gonna. Um, I went on live chat today. Well, that, well, that's good. Oh, ah, was I supposed? Did I say that I'd or did Laura say that I'd answer a question, Danielle, on live chat this afternoon? She didn't. Was it you? Weren't one of the three, were you? Anyway, I hope Laura. That would be Laura. You spoke to on the live chat, uh, Danielle, and I hope she helped you out and um, answered your questions. And if you <laughs> got any questions, you can ask me. You can hit me now. Or because if not, I was actually going to check out of this. Yeah, Laura. Yeah. Um, and. Um, go into another another room and continue my daily activities. So um, I'm glad that Laura helped you out, Danielle. And I hope um, she answered your question. If she didn't, then let me know uh, or let her know. And she can talk to me if she if she if there's something she needs to talk me to me about. And I love the live chat. It's great. And um, I'm a very big fan of the live chat. Um, so g good. Glad that uh, that's good to have you here, Danielle. And uh, nice to see you here. And I'm going to. Um, there is a bit of a delay here, so I, I don't want to be rude if you're typing something and I'm going to stop this. But I'm just warning you in three and two in one. Oh, all good. Thanks. <laughs> carry on. All right. I'll carry on. Good. Um Thank you, Danielle. Thanks for interacting. And um, same time, same time only, because not necessarily the same place. Next week, seven o'clock, uh, Facebook Live. I will see you there. And uh, Danielle, you're um, uh, very welcome and uh, very uh, nice to have you here and interacting with me, <laughs> with me live. It's nice to know that there's um, someone out there. Good to see you. All right then. Bye. <laughs> Have a question not covered in today's show? Then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.